And here we are, April 15th, Wednesday, lockdown in the middle of week three. Actually, last day of week three, tomorrow begins week four of lockdown. And a topic which I wasn't going to address because it just happened so many times, but that I feel should probably talk about it is this idea around language and culture and so i put up a tweet i think it's had something to the extent of my own journey with the samoan language and in the end i said so spend more time learning the language than complaining why people call you plastic or something like that so i don't specifically remember calling anybody plastic but if the if the boot fits then i guess wear it but the idea behind that is everybody started coming out and oh you know nobody can tell me i'm not someone because i can't speak someone blah 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 and blah 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 and we get this over and over again that's not what i'm saying what i am saying is language is intrinsically related to culture a language uh, words but language specifically determine how we view the world it determines how we process ideas it's the words which allow us to describe and to articulate the nuances the realities and the experiences of the world around us so you're probably thinking what the fuck does that mean what it means is without language we literally cannot process ideas without language we don't have the capacity to not only speak but to understand something So I'll put it in uh, in one way in Samoan there is no quick fix word for I'm sorry. This the the closest relation you can get to it is forgive me. But even that you don't say it in the the way that New Zealand says or the way that English says oh sorry, sorry about that blah blah blah. In Samoan it's a whole process of uh, forgiveness but it's a uh, you can't just say forgive me you have to say forgive me because i learned this and this and this and that and it's a process of humbling oneself it's not just a quick fix throw away line sorry sorry soz um and so in samoan the process of forgiveness and asking forgiveness is quite elaborate the process and and as a result of that generally if something has been forgiven then it's finished in new zealand so it's so you know, yeah, yeah yeah don't worry about it but really in the back of your mind you know in english in the back of your mind you're like you know what i'm going to get this guy back in samoan that's not quite the same thing if the process of forgiveness has been has been undertaken and someone says you know okay i'm sorry blah 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 and the other says okay no worries i was hurt but now we're fine blah 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 that's the end of it 
And you will not understand that concept unless you have some notion of language. You will not understand the nuances. And there are lots of lots of different things around it. And so I'm not saying that it's impossible to understand. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying you don't understand the depth, the magnitude, the beauty behind it without a proper appreciation of the language. And this is any language, because language, like I said in the beginning, is intrinsically linked to culture. And so where does it put us now? Well, people who are more, um, you know, who are more probably fluent in English. I'm more fluent in English. I do these podcasts in English. You know, my, uh, my English is much better than my Samoan. Even though, but my Samoan is still fluent. But where does it put us? It doesn't mean that you stop being Samoan. That's what I'm saying. What I'm saying is now we are in the middle of pseudo of half cultures. People who are stuck on the precipice or what's that? On the uh, threshold of two distinct cultures. And on that threshold is where it's blended into need I say it, a third culture and so that's why we, we have these conversations Samoan Americans are different from Samoans from Samoa who are different from Samoans from New Zealand who are different from Samoans from Australia and you'll see this over time develop as well and I notice this with the Croatian community who have been a bit longer outside you've got the ones who have been outside of Croatia for about a hundred years are different than the ones who left after World War II, who are different than the ones who left during the 90s, who are different from the ones who just left now for economic reasons. And they're all different. And their language also is a bit different. You'll notice different people speak in different ways. And the language itself ties itself to the culture. So what you get is you get a, pe- a, a lot of people in New Zealand who are now relearning Samoan language, but because they don't live within the um, the social social milieu, this, the, the the social environment which that which that language was created for, a lot of the stuff just ends up becoming a whole lot of poetry and nice flowery words and. Um, learnt statements that don't actually apply in real life so if you're living in South Auckland in uh, you know and you have your own and not in a village setting not in a distinctly Samoan setting you will come across a lot of phrases a lot of ideas which don't relate to you because in Samoa you know you have the village setting and a lot of stuff you still have a village. You still have chiefs. You still have um, the 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 untitled men. You still have the women who do things together. You still have the family unit. You still have the rules that are enforced by the village, which is different than you know going from village to village. You don't have that here in Western society as such, and so a lot of the concepts become foreign. And so what happens is. One, you got people who will drag it completely the other way and say, well, if you don't know all these things, you're not truly Samoan. Okay. And you got people who drag it the other way, which is all of Samoan culture has to adapt 
to the modern world. But I think there is a middle path. I think that those of us who do stand in the middle, who have this gift of being able to see things from both points of view, are in probably the best situation that we could be. Because on one hand, you get a lot of young people, a lot of people who, not just young people actually, people who weren't raised in the culture, who are now asking, who are yearning for their you know, our roots, who are yearning for their heritage, who are yearning for their patrimony, who are yearning for their their sense of belonging. And then you got the other side who feel attacked, who feel that their job is to be custodians of these traditions, of these ideals. Uh, and who feel that it's washing or it's getting wiped away, um, it's slowly being uh, eroded and it's slowly starting to um, disappear. And I'm probably more in that camp. But in the middle, there is a beautiful, beautiful place for us to come together and to, you know, it's pretty cliche now, but to have that discussion. But even more importantly, to have that learning point where you can have a you can have a proper discussion a debate even about what is acceptable what is justified and what aligns with the values and this is where i just want to end off is all of this only makes sense from a values point of view and you cannot understand the values of a culture without fully understanding the language of a culture, without understanding the context which produced that language, without understanding the actual lived experiences which led to that context, which led to these values. And this is where I think the discussion should really be. Why do we have these values? Why do we have these beliefs? Why do we have this understanding of this thing and this and this? Because instead of just saying, oh, that's old fashioned, that's out of date, that's archaic, we need to go back and say, well, why do we have this? For example, when I grew up, Samoan language was a pure language and they said, if you cannot speak it, it's better that you don't speak it at all than to butcher it. It's better that you just stay silent instead of giving plastic Samoan answers. That's how it used to be. And they would laugh at you. And to some people, you know, okay, it might be traumatizing, it might be bad, it might be whatever for your self-confidence. But what did it say? Why did we have that response? Because we loved the language. Because the language is something beautiful. Because the language is something that we did not want to to bastardize we didn't want it to be turned into what english is now english everyone just speaks their own brand of english not only from one side of you know one side of the world to the other even within different suburbs within different neighborhoods within different um socio-economic groups within different cultural groups the english changes the accents change and all of that that's not Samoan. Samoan is one 
one language across the whole thing. And now, okay, people can talk about the different. There's a slight variation of dialect between um, between American Samoa and Samoa. Okay, maybe, but they're very, very, very minor. And um, but on the whole, it's one language, and I think it's something to embrace actually that commitment to upholding the language that commitment to pushing each other to do well to pushing each other to learn the language because like i said the language is intrinsically tied to the culture if we want to preserve the culture we must preserve the language and if we want to preserve the language we must strive to learn and to do better and to speak better and I'm one of those people as well, for sure. And that's why, you know, when I was 10, 11, I could barely speak. And now I can hold decent conversations around a range of topics semi-fluently. Well, yeah, more or less. But that's not the point. The point is, language is intrinsically tied to culture. If we want our cultures to survive, we all need to make a bigger effort to learn the language and how does that work just immerse yourself into it watch someone movies play the songs get people to speak to you all the time ask them for what it means and just go for it and now you're in a much better place most people don't laugh at people who try you know um, mo- most people are much more supportive than uh, 10 years ago well not 10 years ago um how old am i now so 17 years ago <laughs> when uh, you try to speak and people would just laugh at you and they'd say, look, don't worry about it. Just don't try. Just stick to English. That's that's what we used to be told. Okay. God bless.